everyone feels like coming at you. Short answer to the video title is pretty unlikely. But that didn't used to be the case. And in fact, what I wanted to discuss in this video is kind of the past conundrums that specifically Improbable and Spatial OS had gone through with Unity's terms of service when it comes to streaming, cloud gaming, and even multiplayer. And just what happened, what were the outcomes, and what can we learn about that based on what happened in the past specifically around the end of 2018 going into 2019. Since I've been spending so much time with VR render streaming, it's been very helpful to look through past precedents, specifically in this historical case, if you could say that, and and really kind of learn from that. So if you enjoy this video, definitely let me know down in the comments below and make sure to leave a like on the video because it really does help out the channel a ton. Let's just some context first. So what the heck is Improbable? What the heck is Spatial OS? And what really happened at the end of 2018? Improbable is a company that had been building out their product called Spatial OS, which allowed developers to create really complex multiplayer games, building their own orchestration platform where you could just use their SDKs in order to build out your own multiplayer game and Spatial OS would be responsible then for all of the persistence and scalability that is responsible for really making any game production ready. Great, fine, that makes a ton of sense. So where was the issue? The issue was in end of 2018, going into 2019, Unity updated their terms of service around streaming and cloud gaming because that was starting to become a trend that they noticed a lot of Unity developers were potentially building applications for and I think someone somewhere along the chain got the idea that they really wanted to create their own licensing terms specific to cloud gaming that wouldn't be related at all to the traditional route of creating a standalone application that someone can download. As such, they specifically tweaked their section 2.4 of their terms of service around the fact that you had to create a special commercial terms with Unity if you wanted to support any form of streaming. And the funny part was it was a very broad set of language that they used, which encompassed multiplayer use cases as well as cloud gaming use cases. And it ultimately ended up in this heated discussion, I'm imagining, between Improbable and Unity, where ultimately Unity said, Spatial is violating their terms of service and we're going to be shutting down all of Improbable's accounts. Obviously a pretty big deal and definitely it's not something that can be really taken lightly if, you, if you're looking into building any sort of streaming service, right? Over the course of several months, I mean, with multiple news outlets reporting on it, with game developers being concerned that, wait, I've been building for Spatial OS and now all of a sudden I can't anymore. There was a lot of, of course, discussion. I'm, I'm assuming that ultimately went up to the executives at Unity and it resulted in first them putting out this blog post saying that, yes, Spatial OS is currently in, in violation of our terms of service, but developers can still go ahead and build Spatial OS games, which was kind of funny. And there was, there was some weird kind of logic. I'll go ahead and link to that blog post where Unity describes their stance on the matter. And then similarly, I'll go ahead and link to Improbable's blog post on the matter of why they felt that it was unjust, unfair, etc., etc. Because I think it's it's really important to get both sides of the story here. 
The next step there was Unity then ultimately walked back their terms of service quite substantially from the cloud gaming restrictions that they had before to just a very broad third-party liability disclaimer within their terms of service. And that then, of course, made Spatial OS now compliant with the terms of service. And moreover, I think it brought a lot of clarity around how Unity will handle their terms of service. So specifically, for example, you would now, regardless of the version of Unity you use, uh, you are going to be locked into the terms of service for that specific version. So even if the terms of service, say, change between 2019 and 2020, you if you're using 2019, you'll be able to use the terms of service that are locked in for 2019. And I think that's a really important consideration when you are building out something that the terms of how you're using the product don't change on you all of a sudden. And just because even if you didn't update, you're 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 still getting a weird change. I, I ne that never made sense to me, and I think Unity made some clarifications around that, which I think are very helpful. So when we look at the terms of service today, again, like I mentioned earlier, it's just a very broad third-party disclaimer that if you're using third-party services, that Unity is not liable for for anything that that might happen with that. And they've removed most of the cloud gaming streaming conditions around uh, using Unity on a server. And that ultimately means today that if you choose to use Unity for VR render streaming, if you choose to use it for Unity render streaming, if you use choose to use it for WebRTC, it really doesn't matter. The important part is that today you're allowed to do that. And moreover, as long as you're using a version such as 2019, 2020, even 2021, as long as the things don't change by the time the LTS comes out, then you are locked into those terms of service, which means that you don't have those restrictions that might necessarily change in the future. So when I say at the beginning that not really, that it's very unlikely that things could get out of hand, one, based on everything that we've seen here with Improbable and Spatial OS, I think it's kind of become a lot clearer that this is not a path that Unity necessarily wants to try to penny pinch and cause a lot of frustration with people using Unity and ultimately say moving to Unreal <laughs> if that was the case. Uh, and moreover, I think it also provides a lot of clarity on the fact that since your terms of service are locked, as long as you're good today, you're good moving into the future unless there's some weird legal mumbo jumbo that happens. But I think that at least provides the stability and framework to say that, great, Everything that we're doing around Cloud XR, VR render streaming, even cloud gaming is viable from a commercial standpoint. And I think that's very, very, very important. Hopefully that made sense. I know we kind of went through a broad history there, but I think it's really important to understand that history to really kind of make decisions on how you want to build out products and features moving into the future. If you do have questions, again, would love to hear those down in the comments below and have those discussions because I think this is a really, really interesting topic. And otherwise, if you did find this video informative, definitely make sure to like and subscribe for more VR render streaming coming down in the future very soon. So until next time, this has been Fuse Man, and I'm